This is a LifeGate Church podcast. Tune in to hear from our team as we encourage you to discover the freedom and purpose that Jesus offers. If you want to find out more about who we are, visit lifegate.org.au. How great was that? Four women from different seasons in life working out this life in isolation thing and where God is meeting them in the midst of it while placing value, encouraging and speaking life into others. I hope you're encouraged and inspired by their stories this morning. You know, there were a number of threads that went through each of the four interviews, but the one that I want to land on this morning is their awareness of God meeting them where they were at. And I also want to spend a little bit of time this morning looking at the stories of four other women from Scripture who find God turning up in the midst of the ordinary everyday lives. For some of us, this season has meant that we've got a ton of space. Maybe your work or your uni schedule has changed and you found yourself having a lot of extra time. If that's the case, then I want to encourage you to pursue Jesus, to enjoy spending time in his presence, to read the word, hang out with him. But, you know, as I've spoken to people over the last few weeks, I've heard a number of times, and particularly from women, that this season has actually brought a whole heap of chaos. And I've almost heard a guilt around the fact that you haven't had the time or the the space or the quiet to have those mountaintop experiences with God. You know, in some ways, isolation has created extra space for us. But it's also meant that we have family at home all together all the time. It has meant additional meals to be cooked and dishes to be cleaned and people to be checking up on and neighbours and friends to be supporting. It's meant a somewhat growing list of housework as everyone is at home under the same roof together all the time. It's also meant for many of you women homeschooling and working out how that all works. What is a virtual classroom? It's meant um, working out how do we work online? How do we do church online? And how do you use Zoom? But, you know, thankfully we serve a God who isn't waiting up on the mountaintop for us to get all of our ducks in a row and be able to sit and spend time with him. He actually descends the mountain and comes and meets us where we are at in the everyday, in the ordinary, in the normal moments, and sometimes in the chaos. We've seen that from the four interviews this morning. And we're also going to have a look now at how Jesus did that for four women in the Bible. As we look at these stories you'll see that Jesus comes when we're in those ordinary, everyday, sometimes chaotic moments. The first story is from John 4. And we find a woman going about an everyday, ordinary task of collecting water. It's the middle of the day. It would have been really hot. And she's doing a daily task of going and collecting water, water that she will use to drink, that she will use to cook with, that she will use to wash with. And it's in this 
place of ordinary, everyday task that Jesus comes and meets with her at the well. And when he does, her life is never the same as he speaks truth and he speaks direction into her circumstances. The second story is from Mark 5. In Mark 5, we read about a woman who's sitting at the bedside of her sick child. Her daughter is gravely ill. And so the woman's husband goes to find Jesus. While he's gone, though, the young girl passes away. Can you imagine the anguish of this mother sitting at the bedside of her daughter? She's loved, she's nurtured, she's cared for this sick child. And then in walks Jesus and her life is never the same. As Jesus walks over to the bedside and he takes the hand of the young girl and he says, little girl, I say to you, get up. And in that moment, she gets up and she begins to walk. The third story this morning comes from Luke 10. And we find a woman named Martha who, again, doing an everyday, ordinary task. She's busy cooking and preparing a meal for her family and some guests that are coming to her home. But in the midst of this task, she's feeling flustered. She's feeling frustrated. And then in walks Jesus into her home and he meets her with care and concern and he speaks peace into her anxious heart. And the final story this morning from Mark 16 tells us about two other women who are taking spices to the tomb of a loved one to perform the rituals of preparing the body for burial. And when they get to the tomb, it is empty. I think you might know who I'm talking about. And then Jesus turns up. He meets these women as they're going about a necessary task. And just like in the other three stories, their lives are never the same. In these ordinary, normal, everyday tasks, these women find themselves face to face with Jesus. So while you might be feeling right now that there isn't the time or the quiet space to go and sit on a mountaintop with Jesus, I want to encourage you that Jesus comes to you where you are at. So this week, as you're gathered around the dining room table in the throes of homeschooling, Jesus is right there with you. As you clean the kitchen for the third time or make hungry kids another snack, Jesus is right there with you. As you care for loved ones, as you do the grocery shopping, as you get frustrated over your internet connection, Jesus is right there with you. As you juggle online work and a household full of people, Jesus is right there with you. Jesus meets us in the ordinary, in the normal, in the everyday, in the sometimes chaotic moments of our lives. But it's up to us to be aware of his presence 
and to be aware of what he might be wanting to say and do in those moments. So I wonder, what wisdom might Jesus have for you as you're homeschooling this week? Or what joy might Jesus want to bring into your world in those frustrating moments this week? You see, when Jesus turns up, he brings peace to anxious hearts. He gives direction in the midst of chaos and confusion. He brings healing to those that are sick. He breathes life into the lifeless and he offers salvation to the dying. You see, the Bible says that because of our sin and our wrongdoing, that mankind was separated from God, unable to do anything to bridge the gap between us and a holy God. The Bible also says that the punishment for our sin is death, eternal separation from God. But God was not satisfied in leaving us in that hopeless state. He left the mountaintop of heaven. He left the splendour, the extraordinariness of all that heaven has. And he stepped into our world. He stepped into the mess, into the ordinary, into the chaos of our world. Jesus came to mankind and he lived a sinless, perfect life. And then he purposely went to the cross. And in doing so, he took on the punishment of sin that we deserve. But he didn't stay dead. He rose three days later and in doing so, he showed God's power over sin and death. And the promise for those who respond to this message is a restoration of our relationship with God and eternal life both now and for eternity. You know, if you're listening this morning and you've never responded to the message of Jesus stepping into our world and offering salvation and a restoration of our relationship with God, then I would love to give you the opportunity to respond this morning. Responding looks like making a declaration of faith, of saying I'm sorry to God for living my life apart from him and for making a decision to follow him from this day forth. So if you would like to make that response this morning, I'd love to just now lead you in a simple prayer. Dear God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he died and he rose again. God, I'm sorry for living my life apart from you. Please forgive me. Today I choose to be a follower of Jesus all the days of my life. Amen. You know, if you just prayed that prayer today, you've just become a Christian. Your sins are forgiven and you're promised eternal life with God. And if you did that, we would love to help you on your journey. So I encourage you to click on the button that says request prayer down the bottom of your screen so that we can get alongside you and help you on your journey. As we finish this morning, I want to remind you one more time, God knows where you're at. He knows the chaos. He knows the frustration. He's there in those ordinary, everyday moments of life. But it is up to us to acknowledge him, to be aware of his presence and to ask the question, what do you want to do in this moment, God? Maybe like what Lisa said in her interview, maybe it might just be a little plea of God help 
while you're standing, putting clothes on the, on the line. God is with you. He is for you. He is there in those everyday, ordinary, normal, somewhat chaotic moments of your life. There's no need to feel guilty. He gets it. He's with you. He's for you. So as we head off to our Zoom morning tea this morning, I'd love for you to think about and share. Where has Jesus met you in the everyday, ordinary moments of life this week? I'd love to, if you feel comfortable, to take some time to think about that and to share that with the group this morning. Thank you for joining us for our Mother's Day service today. Mums, happy Mother's Day. Have a wonderful day. I hope you get a chance to put your feet up, have a cuppa, maybe have a Kit Kat. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. Thanks for joining us on the LifeGate Church podcast. Our church is a place to discover the freedom and purpose that Jesus offers. 